A few Mishnahs ago, there was a bit of a confusion that we talked about with regards to a Mitzorah, somebody who has Tzara'as, whether he is considered to be included in the category of Zov Vachavirov, the people who have the same level of impurity as a Zov. And the truth is, this is subject to debate. It's not entirely simple. For the most part, a Matsura is considered to be identical to a Zov. However, there are certain differences. Some understand that although that which a, Z- a Matsura lies down on or sits on becomes Tome because of Tomas Midras, it could be that it only becomes a Rishang the Tumar, whereas in general, Tomas Midras causes it to be an Avha Tumar. Also, with regards to Tomas Hesert, when the Tommy person moves something, it could be that this doesn't apply to a Matsura, but for the most part, a Matsura is considered to be in this category of Zov Vachavirov. So the Mishnah says, Hanugeh Zov, Uva Zova, one who touches a Zov or a Zova, the Hanidoi woman from whom blood comes out of her womb, her uterus, during a regular time, and she becomes Tommy for a week as a nidor, uvayoledes, a woman who has given birth, uvamatsaira, and somebody who had saras. So if a person touches any of these five people, or if he touches bamishkov uvamishov, that which any of these five people lay down on or sat on, according to those who understand that that which a matsaira lies down on, only becomes a Rishon Tumah, but not an Avha Tumah, so this part of the Mishnah is not referring to that which a Matsura laid down on. But many understand that even that which a Matsura lies down on becomes an Avha Tumah, in which case the Mishnah is referring to that as well. As long as the person is still touching either the Zov, one of those five people, or the Mishkov, or Moshov, of one of those five people, so he has the ability to cause two food items to become Tomei, and the third one to become invalidated if it is Truma. Again, like we have seen, this is a long way of saying that the person is an Alhatuma. Peresh, once he separates from the source of impurity, and there is no longer Truma Bechiburin, he's no longer attached to the actual source, in which case the source spreads over him as well, that same level of Truma. Once he separates from the source of Truma, so he becomes one level lower, which is a Rishayna Truma, Metame Echod Echod, he has the ability to make one food item tome as a shani latuma. Any food can become a shani latuma or poisel echad. And if that food goes ahead and touches truma, then it would invalidate the truma by making it a shlishi latuma. Now, the Mishnah's example until now was with regards to somebody who touched any of these sources of impurity. But the Mishnah explains that there are actually four ways for the Tumor to be transferred from the, these five people or from their Mishkov or Meshav to another person. And that is Echod HaNugea, Echod HaMesit, whether one touches the source of impurity or he causes it to move even without touching or carrying it. Echod HaNusei, or if he carries it even without moving it. Or touching or if the person is carried by the Zov, or he lies down and his weight is supported by the bed of the Zov. And these four ways are, of course, applicable specifically to a person. If we're talking about an object becoming Tommy from any of these things, then not all of these would be options to transfer the impurity. Mishazayin, the next category of things that are also an Av they are also on a high level, they are, are a source of impurity, but the way that the impurity can be transferred onwards to other people is slightly more limited. Hanugeab is Zov, one who touches 
the zoiv substance that comes out of the zov's male organ, of a rukai, or if he touches the saliva that comes out of the zov's mouth, or the zera, which comes out of the zov's organ. This is the substance that comes out of his body when he has marital relations, possibly at other times, or if he touches the urine of the zov, or a woman who is a nida, her blood that comes out of her uterus, comes out of her womb, as long as one is touching that source of impurity, they are an av just like the source of impurity itself, because of the concept of that as long as one is connected to the source of impurity, it's as if that impurity spreads totally over the person as well, and as such, he would have the ability to make two food items tome, the food item that he touches becomes a rishon and if that food touches another one, then it becomes a shenle and if that goes ahead and touches truma, then it would invalidate the truma. Perish, once the source of impurity separates from the person, then metame echodu pesel echod, the person would have the ability to make one food item tome, which would then in turn make the truma that it touches invalidated as a shlishi tuma. This is a long way of saying that it's a rishon tuma, just like the vast majority of things that become tome from a av tuma that is a source of impurity. Now, the difference between the category of sources of impurity mentioned in this Mishnah and in the previous Mishnah is that over here, the two ways for the Tumma to be transferred is if somebody touches or moves any of these sources of impurity. But if he lifts it up without moving it, let's say he is carrying it, but he doesn't cause it to move at all, or if it's the opposite, he is directly above and almost being carried by any of these things, the tumor would not be transferred. We need a more significant action in order for the tumor to be transferred, and that is by actually causing it to move. Or if he touches it, then certainly he will become Tommy. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says, Afhanoisei, like we saw in Mishnah Gimel, instead of reading Afhanoisei over here, we should read Vahuhanoisei, that Rabbi Eliezer is coming to say that specifically if he is also carrying one of these sources of impurity, according to Rabbi Eliezer, it's not enough that he causes the item to move, but it must be that he lifts it up and he moves it in that action of lifting it up, and it's a carrying of the item that causes it to move, only that is considered to be a significant enough action done with these items for him to become Tommy. We now move on to the third category of items that are sources of impurity and are on the level of an av hatoma. The concept of tumas midros is a unique transfer of impurity in that instead of the item that becomes tome becoming tome on a level lower than the source of impurity, which is what happens regularly when tumor is transferred onto another item or another person, it becomes tome on a lower level. However, with regards to the transfer of Tomas Midros, the bed or the seat on which the Zov's weight rested, it becomes Tome on the same level as the Zov himself, it is also an Av Now we've talked about a concept of Tumor Bechiburin, that as long as a person is still attached, he's still connected to the source of impurity that is making him Tome, if during that time itself he also touches or carries Another item, although objects usually can only become tome from an av because the lowest level that an object could be tome as is a rishon tuma, which is one level below an av Nevertheless, if the person who is becoming tome from the av touches that item whilst he's still connected to the source of impurity, so it's as if the item touched an av 
The point is that as long as the person is actually still connected to the source of impurity, so he himself is viewed as being an avatumar. Only once he separates from the source of impurity does that tumor reduce and become a level lower, namely a rishain tumor. This concept of tumor b'chiburin is also known as letame odom letame begodin, that the source of impurity makes the person and his clothes tome. Clothes is just the classic example of something that is touching the person at the same time as the person is in contact with the source of impurity. And the point is that as long as he is attached to the actual source, we view the person as also being on the same level as the source of impurity, being an avhatoma. Now, with regards to Tumas Medras, until now, the Mishnahis have talked about a Mishkov Umoishov. A Mishkov is something that is designated, the, the purpose of the Mishkov is for a person to lie down on, for example, a bed. And a Moishov is something which is designated for sitting on. The truth is, there is a third type of item to which Tumas Midras applies, and that is a Merkov. A Merkov is a part of the riding equipment that one uses when he rides an animal, and his weight is supported by that as well. So the truth is, we're probably not referring to the saddle. The saddle would be considered like a regular seat. But the handle, which is used together with the saddle, and the person's weight ends up being supported somewhat by that as well, that would be considered a Merkov. And for the most part, a Merkov is considered to be identical to a Moshov. When the rider's weight is supported by the Merkov, it becomes Tome as an Avatuma via Tumas Midras. And if later on somebody touches it, they will become Tome as a Rishon Tuma. However, there is one difference between Merkov and Mishkov Moshov with regards to the concept of Tuma Bechiburin. Because the Mishnah says that Hanisis Hamerikov, one who carries a Merkov, Vhanis Olov, or if he is carried, his weight is supported by the Merkov, Vhamasitoy, or if he causes the Merkov to move, as long as he's still connected to the Merkov, he would make two food items Tome and invalidate the third if it's Truma, meaning he's considered to be an Avhatuma for as long as he has that contact with the Merkov and Peresh, once he separates and he's no longer connected in that way to the Merkov, then he becomes a Rishonotuma. So he would make one food item Tome, which would invalidate the next one if it is Truma. And we can see in the Mishnah that the Mishnah did not mention somebody who touches a Merkov. And that is because with regards to a Merkov, one who touches a Merkov, the concept of Tumor Bechiburin does not apply. So his clothes would not become Tome in the case where he is touching the Merkov. In such a case, he never becomes an Avatumor, the person is a Rishon Tumor, even during that time that he's touching the Merkov. Alright, continues the Mishnah with the next category of Avatumor, Hanosis Hanavela, one who carries a dead animal that is a source of impurity, it's an avhatumah, and like we learned in Mishnah Gimel, it's not sufficient that he is carrying it, but it must be that he also moves it whilst he's carrying it. Only that is considered to be a significant enough action done with the novella for the person to become Tommy from it. Vesmechatos, or if somebody touches the solution of water mixed with the ashes of a para a unique, totally red cow which was burnt up and whose ashes were used in the process of purifying people who had become Tomei. Although this was used to purify people, the solution itself that was used was also a source of impurity for those who were involved in the procedure of making that solution. And 
the Mishnah is coming to teach the one who lifts that up, as long as the amount of the solution that he lifted up was the minimum amount needed to purify a person or an item, that would be an Avatumar, and the person would become a Rishonatumar. But of course, the concept of Tumar B'chiburin applies, so as long as he is still in that state of carrying the solution of the Paradumar or the Nevela, the person would be an Avatumar. Peresh, once he separates and he's no longer carrying the source of impurity, so then he would be a regular Rishon Latumar, and a Rishon Latumar only has the ability to make food items Tome, because people and objects can only become Tome from an Avatumar since the lowest level of impurity that they could have is a Rishon Latumar. It's only food that could be lower than a Rishon Latumar, and that means that a Rishon Latumar itself can only really make f- other food Tome, but not other objects or other people. The Mishnah implies also that an Avela is identical to a Merkov, in that the concept of Tumar B'chiburin applies specifically to one who lifts up the Avela. But if somebody touches the Avela, although he of course becomes Tome as a Rishon Latumar, the concept of Tumar B'chiburin, to say that it's as if the person is an Avat Tumar for as long as he is touching the source of impurity, as long as he has that contact with the source of impurity, that does not apply in a case where somebody is touching the Nevela, only in a case where he is carrying it. Mr. Tess, this mission lists the last source of impurity that has the ability to be metame odom, metame begodin. That means that as long as the person is still in contact with this, this source of impurity, we view it as if the impurity spreads totally over the person, and the person is tome as an avhatuma on the same level as the source, which means that the person's clothes or anything that the person is touching at the same time also become tome as a rishon latuma, and only once the person stops being in contact with the source of tuma does his own level of impurity go down to become a Rishon Latumar. And a Rishon Latumar does not have the ability to cause Tumar to other items or clothes. His clothes would have already become Tomei, but anything that he touches from that moment onwards would remain pure. It is learnt from Psukim that Ha'ichel Menivlas Oif Tahar, one who eats a part of a bird that is kosher once it has died without receiving proper shechita, proper slaughtering, so it's forbidden to eat such an animal, but it's a kosher species of bird. It is learnt from Psukim, the one who eats this bird becomes Tomei. But the way that the tumor is transferred from the novella, from the dead animal, a regular de- dead animal that has died is a source of impurity just by touching it. But with regards to a kosher species of bird which has died, the only way for one to receive its tumor is by eating it. The Hebrew habaliyah, when it is in his throat, it's at that point that the person becomes Tomei. And whilst it's still in his throat, the person has the ability to cause two food items to become Tomei, and the third item of it is Trumor to become Tomei as a Shilishila Tumor and invalidated. Again, this is a long way of saying that he is an Avha Tumor at that time, that it is in his throat and the person's clothes will become Tomei. That having been said, the Mishnah does mention an exception. If the person puts his head into the airspace of an earthenware oven, earthenware items can become Tomei only if a source of impurity is within its airspace. Now, at this current moment, the person is an Avhatuma, whilst he is swallowing the meat. So you would expect the oven to become Tomei, but the Mishnah says, and we're going to miss out the next word, there are a number of words in this perek, 
that there are different versions of the Mishnah 4. We're going to read it as Tahar Hatanur. The oven remains pure in the same way as there are many leniencies and the impurity of earthenware utensils is much more limited. For example, even if something touches the outside of the earthenware utensil, it does not become Tome. Another example is that an earthenware utensil cannot become an avhatuma. So even if it touches, let's say, a dead body, the earthenware would become a rishain latuma. Be it as it may, this is another leniency that applies to earthenware utensils that the concept of tuma bechiburin, also known as something that is metame odom metame begodim, does not apply to earthenware utensils. Hekia, if the person spits out the food, or once he has fully swallowed it and it's no longer in his throat, he would have the ability to make one food item tome and the next one invalidated if it is truma. In other words, he is a rishon tuma once he's no longer in contact with the source of impurity. And whilst it is in his mouth until he swallows it, even if he ends up swallowing it before he has done so, tahar. He is still pure, and it's only in his throat as he swallows it that the person becomes Tomei.